I want us to become brothers again like we used to be, and for us to find ourselves and bond with each other. Can we agree to that? Opinions vary. Welcome to Three Brothers Filmcast. The 2023 Oscars are coming up on Sunday, March 12th, 2023, and we have some thoughts. Well, not a ton, to be honest, as none of us follow the Oscar season quite like we used to. But since we do love movies and we love talking about cinema culture, I feel like it's inevitable that we have some thoughts on the Oscar nominees. So this year, we're going to give some of our predictions for the top categories. But before we really get into the talk about who's going to win or who should have been nominated, I just want some general thoughts. Um, Anton, let's start with you. What's your take on this year's overall nominees? I think like looking at the best picture list, um, they kind of they've kind of covered um, a lot of what I would expect to be there. But I still feel like I'm not entirely on board with the the length like the long list now so there's like a few things thrown in like i honestly didn't i'm surprised triangle sadness uh has lasted this long and i got um, a best director nom too. yeah mm-hmm. so like stuff like that um you know like i feel like uh basically if you took that list and you distilled it down to say like five i think it would be very easy to be like oh yeah of course um but some of them you're like yeah like, so overall, like, it, like so I don't, you know, the best pictures aren't, um, they don't have to be my favorite movies. I think a lot of them just, they make sense of what I would expect it. Like, I did, you know, I expected Avatar to be on there, and it is, um, in terms of just, like, a big blockbuster. Um, I think my biggest um, surprise, but also my biggest, like, um, excitement was I, I was very pleased that they did do Top Gun Maverick. Um I think like, you know, the industry, it's like that now the the sort of the famous like Spielberg talking to Tom Cruise clip. But like, I, you know, I so they did. I do think the industry did. Oh, Top Gun Maverick a lot. So it's good. They gave it the nod. It's nice to see them. If you're going to do a long list, throw some movies like that on there. They don't all have to be prestige. Like, so it's good that they're at least using it for that. Um, I was surprised that actually I was fairly surprised that women talking's on there because to me, it's just one of these movies where like, I have nothing against it. I, I haven't seen it. It's more that you're like these movies that are selected when you're like, I don't really know when anyone watched it. Um, <laughs> But, you know, they sort of make the list. And only now am I able to sort of go to the cinema and actually finally catch up with it. Um, I, I watched The Fablemans recently. I, I really liked it. I, I Sometimes it's like, it's sort of like the, you know, the upteenth nomination for John Williams, too. And you're like, as much as I love you, like, I don't know if you need to always be on the list. So, I don't know. How about you, Anders? I was, uh, I was pleased with a few of... Uh, you know, some it's one of those things is generally I, because I, I'm like, I'm not a strong, as strong contrarian as sometimes people maybe think. Um, usually a handful or two or three of my my top films of the year get on there. So, you know, obviously I'm glad to see that they, Avatar got in there. Um, Elvis, Fableman's Top Gun, those are all films that would appear actually on my top and a couple of films that I really didn't care for, but I'm, I'm not at all shocked that are on the list as well. I still haven't caught up with uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, I missed Tar when it was here, Triangle of Sadness. And I do want to watch Women Talking, especially, you know, directed by a Canadian 
Sarah Polly based on a yeah, Canadian yeah. novel. Like and I'm particularly sure. interested in the like the sort of like it's set among a uh, South American Mennonite community and some of the uh, abuses that happened there. So, but it sounds like a pretty heavy watch. So I need to be in a right state of mind to watch it too. She's the only nominee I've met. You've met her? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I have to, I feel like I didn't bring it up for some reason, but like, you know, like everything everywhere all at once, obviously I'm not like, I don't think it deserves to be on the list but I expected it to be. Yeah, exactly. So I guess that's partly why I didn't bring it up. Like it seems sort of a uh, matter of course that at this, at this point it arrived, but you're like, yeah, you know, apparently almost tying the record for most nominations for a single movie is not enough to convince its most ardent fans that the world loves it. And they have to stop being upset that some people don't like yeah. it. It's like how, how much more universal claim, like, do you need to hide, like hunt down the single person on Letterboxd who gave it a one star and like kill them so that we're like, yes, we cleanse yes, the world. Not, it's a movie about how you have to, to hug the people in your life and love them, but we can't allow one single person dislike this beautiful film kind of like going against the, the supposed uh ethos of the film well yeah if it's i mean the directors have literally film, told people to chill yeah. it's, suppo- it's supposed to be if it's absurdist it should rub people the wrong way like yes. some people like that's the whole point i think but this yeah. is kind of frankly proof that it's not actually that absurdist but but uh, the one that that i think is all the other film that has like some of the most nominations is the banshees of Sharon. and i'm i'm even more of a you know obviously everything everywhere all at once has become a polarizing film weirdly because of even some sort of culture war type garbage but i don't think that but i think also what you say anton about like you know it is an absurdist film in a lot of ways but the, and the people who love it love it so much but um, Banshee's been a sharing it has almost universal critical acclaim. I'm on record of like hating McDonough's last film. Uh, Have you seen Banshee? Three Billboards. Yet? Yeah, I've watched it. Okay, so you yeah. you. So you I hate I hate I, I really didn't like it. The more I yeah. the more I think about it, the less I like the film. Like it's easy to be swayed by its like it's it's well shot, and I think uh, Colin Farrell is very good, and 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 the, the performances are mostly pretty good. Uh, I think Farrell and Gleason are very good. I just really don't like McDonough. I don't like the way he portrays uh, the various communities, and I don't like his uh, sort of style of dialogue and and stuff. It, it just rubs me the wrong way. But it's like so. But I was not at all shocked that the film was nominated. I expected yeah. it to be, and in fact, I would consider it one of the front runners right now, in my own opinion. Yeah. Well, it's like three. Like I, so I haven't seen Banshees yet. Um, I cannot stand. Uh, three billboards like yeah I, then you I thought it was terrible <laughs> um, Aaron, i remember so liking in bruges though and seven psychopaths i, I do Maybe i, I do revisit like them bruges, i might not like them as much i don't know um, yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know if i need to ever revisit uh in bruges i mean i liked it when i saw it but i i don't really want that to was also 15 either. years ago and i my taste have changed then as well yeah i thought banshees was all right but it's just it's those things that like i don't there, there's a certain attitude he has towards actor or characters, which I don't really like. And the certain contrivances that I don't think really translates from stage to screen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I think it's a weird mix where when he's shooting a movie, it, he shoots it like a realistic, like a, like a act of re you know, a work of realism, but the contrivances and the way the characters act is so clearly not going for that. So I'm just like, yeah. I don't think you'd quite understand what you're doing Tone. as a director in, in, like hand in hand with what your actual yeah, uh, so it's story a thing. Is. I think it is a thing where he doesn't understand how the formal techniques translate to tone, but 
but I also have some specific, more specific issues with the, the scripts and stuff. But anyway, we don't need it. I, I, I will say, like, so act, actor wise, like, I, like looking at the the list again, like some of the acting, like I don't, like, especially oh, in the supporting <laughs> roles. Like, there's <laughs> a bunch of people. This. You're like, why are these? <laughs> okay, like, why are these so, people there? No, I agree. I think the one nice thing about the actors, and somebody pointed this out, is that I think like sixteen of them are first time noms. Which okay, is kind of cool. So at least you get some fresh. Yeah, at least you get some. Like I did not realize Brennan Gleason had never been nominated. Yeah, it feels like he, he hasn't. Have been. <laughs> no, <laughs> Colin Farrell had never been nominated. What? I, yeah, I'm surprised. No, exactly. I was thinking like something earlier, like even like uh, should have been nominated for supporting actor minority report, like Tigerland or something. Even yeah, but, that's what I thought, but no, maybe probably Indie Spirit or something like that. He got but. yeah. Anyways, okay, so like, yeah, let's get into okay, these categories. Okay, so I want to okay. get into pr- predictions. Um, I don't really want to be here all night, so I don't want to do every category. I thought we could focus on the top six. So the four acting categories, best picture director. So I'm going to list the nominees. We'll go one category at a time. We can all talk about our thoughts. And if you want, you can talk about like a snub, a, per- a specific performance or movie or, or director that you'd want in there. But we have to kind of follow the film spotting rule here where if you want to put somebody in, you got to take somebody out. So I want you to say who that is. And then um, once we're done getting basic thoughts out, we can give our predictions on who will win. Don't sweat the predictions too much. Like, it's not like any of this is binding. There's no money on this. Who cares? We could change our mind tomorrow. Um, because I usually do my predicting the Oscars thing. And I'm I'm not 100% on any of these, but I'm just going with my gut tonight. So, all right. So we'll start with Best Sporting Actor. So the five nominees for this are Brendan Gleeson for Banshees and Asheron. Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans, Barry Keoghan for The Banshees of Inishiran, and Kei Hui Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. So Anders, like... I, the only one I haven't seen is Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway, but I love him in Atlanta, uh, so I'm, I might even have to eventually check it out. I don't know. <laughs> um, probably, if my, my, my choice would be actually judd hirsch in the fableman's i thought he was what? actually in one scene gives the like the best one of those good one scene you know performances I, I, like a honestly, judy dench in like uh, shakespeare in love or something like, I didn't love it. like why i don't know why he's on the list oh it's okay. a one scene well, steal yeah but hurt. and then here's my he my other thing my for pre- one scene it's but like, i also like i'm not against uh kei Hikwan, uh winning because he's by far the best thing of that film i agree i agree yeah santon what like are you surprised that the banshees guys are in there i'm not <laughs> no no that's the whole film all all of them to get the acting stuff you know like i am surprised judd hirsch is in there like so i like i like that performance i thought you'd like be nominated the from the trailer <laughs> well yeah exactly that's that's what annoys me it's like you saw the trailer and he's like there's your part and then you see in the trailer and it's like the music and you're like ah oh. Yeah, yeah. Believe me, Sammy boy, I get it. Family, art. It'll tear you in two. But he's such a funny character, and I love how, like... <laughs> no, like, it's just... Uh, it's just one of those things, like, to me, like, this is... That's just, like, one of those Oscar things where you're, like... You don't really think it's, like, one of the great performances of the the year. You're just... But I in know, a supporting so role, just like, isn't it not one of the most? If I looked at my top ten list, I would say that's one of the best supporting roles. I actually didn't even think he sense. was the best, one of the best performances in the movie. No, I agree. I think Paul Dano should be in there instead. But that's um, borderline lead. Role. <laughs> I guess but, no. The parents are both supporting, right? No, she's she's in lead. Um, 
well, Sammy, kind of the, the actor yeah. for Sammy should be in there. Should be the lead, yeah. <laughs> but, Anton, you can just think that Judd Hirsch is getting retroactively nominated for Independence Day. <laughs> Independence Day resurgence? <laughs> yeah, resurgence <laughs> where he's driving the school bus around? <laughs> through a desert. These kids and the alien mothers come up. Whoosh, he's just driving. <laughs> he is amazing in, uh, he is in the first <laughs> Independence Day. He is. Great lines. Some great lines. I mean, I, so I guess I will say I don't... I don't want to begrudge him because this is what the Oscars are. But to me, it's very much one of those Oscar moments where you're like, yeah, like this. <sighs> I don't know. You do. You guys didn't watch the movie. You just watched the trailer. You picked it. What um, is there any snu- egregious snub that you think for this category? Not not off the top of my head. Who's the kid who plays uh, uh, Spider in Avatar? He should be. There. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no. No, because he what he does is actually really hard. No. He's the only human on screen with a whole bunch of like CGI stuff. I'll let, you write, the, I'll let you write. Likewise, going back, I actually think I'll let you also write going the back to my tip for the website for that. Retroactively, I would go back, and I'm like, in 2009, I actually think that uh, Zoe Saldana should have gotten nominated for. No, I agree. Actress. Actually, she's incredible. In um, I I think she's not quite for, given as much to do in the new one, but so I'm not really surprised by this category. It's I haven't actually seen Causeway. I love Brian Tyree Henry, so I'm happy to have him in there um, because it's just a cool bo- boost for an actor like that with Atlanta ending. Um, I think it's pretty clear um, Kehe Kwan's going to win. Mm-hmm. I think it's like got the narrative and everything, and he is the best part of the movie, so I don't really begrudge the guy for that. I just hope they give him like another movie then. I'll do a, a snub and a delete. I would get rid of Barry Kane. I not for anything he does, but the way the performance, I, I just, yeah. And I would actually say Stephen Young in uh, Nope. I like him a lot. In that he film. is really good in that. Mm, yeah, yeah. That Actually, that, that could and be And it's a supporting role. That could be good. So. I would probably take a Barry Keown. And um, like, I have nothing wrong. I think he's a very good actor. I just, I don't like yeah. the way that part's written. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a little mean to the character. Um, I would put in as my, my, I don't have to justify this. It's my ridiculous, crazy person hat, but I'd put Jake Gyllenhaal and Ambulance in there. <laughs> he's not a lead no. role? No, he's not <laughs> That'd the be lead. lead. That's the best no, actor. That's Yaya. Oh, then he should be in no, there. That's Yaya yeah, Abdul-Mateen's yeah. the lead. You have to think about is it. In the, you have to think I about think him as co-leads, no, like brothers. Like right? No, you think about it as Oscar leads? ways. That you gotta, we got to think where Gyllenhaal could have the best chance to get nominated. You're right. He's got he enough like, great friends. And he's the villain, be... technically. So, like, yeah, I could see it. <laughs> it is actually an underrated performance of the year because he, he like, has so much energy. He's wild. <laughs> this is wild. What she was supposed no, to do with the no, bad guys. No, no we are not the bad guys. It is not that simple, Will. It is not that simple. We're not the bad guys. We're just the guys trying to get home. All right. Moving on to Best Sporting Actress. So nominees are Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, <sighs> Hong Chow for The Whale, not The Menu, Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inishirin, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Ever All at Once, Stephanie Hsu for Everything Ever All at Once. And um, I'm just going to say this off the bat. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. How in the world is that an Oscar nom role? Yeah, why couldn't she get nominated for like Halloween? Is this her first nomination? Yes. Uh, she's she yeah she's better in in Halloween ends yeah 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 no she could get a Halloween ends because yeah oh that, yeah but obviously her character is one of my issues with that film but her character in that film is yeah she no. but she's not even key that's the thing no it's just, I don't like know I under I don't love Stephanie Sue's performance but I get why she's in here she's like yeah, the emotional exactly. crux of the film sure. it, it makes sense 
I still would. I still would uh, take her off. No, I would. I would take them both off. <laughs> I think Carrie Condon's quite good in Banshees. She's like actually one of the highlights in some respects. Yeah. So the, I, the only one I haven't seen is I haven't seen The Whale. So um, yeah, Angela Bassett. It's again. It, it's maybe that's the the version of what you're saying, Anton. The Judd Hirsch. It's like she just she's never been nominated. She's like yeah, yeah. You know, a long established like elder statesman of like Hollywood now at this point. And but like that role is so underrated. She's literally like the mom. And she yeah, has like, no, but it's because she has the the scene in the trailer where it's like my whole family is gone. I am the ruler of the most powerful nation in the world, and it's like, wow, they they wrote an Oscar scene for a Marvel movie. I, I, she's gonna win <laughs> too. Yeah, because the, it also will set the precedent of the first Oscar win as for an actor in a Marvel movie. Yeah. But I would, as much as I actually just spent the last like twenty minutes like bashing it, I probably would give it to Carrie Condon. <laughs> I don't know the people who are not. She's a good actress. I like her in Better Call Saul as uh, Mike's daughter or daughter-in-law. Is there a snub? Is there somebody you'd pull out, put in? Do you know I mean I'm gonna red right. I'm gonna go back to the best actor supporting okay. role, and I'm gonna throw in Justin Long from Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a good. I actually thought that was it just I was I'm scrolling through my journal and I was just like, you know what? That was one of my favorite like supporting roles of the year. That's true, actually. <laughs> well, you know what I was gonna say? If you're gonna give it to like they want to put someone like some young person in a popular movie, I would uh, speaking of a horror film, I might actually put someone like Jenna Ortega from X or something. Like X was such a good film and the whole ensemble cast of characters. <laughs> She's the but, girl um, of the moment for Wednesday. Exactly. I I would take out the everything everywhere all at once actors and i'd put in kristen stewart for crimes of the future <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> who's that, just that would... so weird just such weird energy that's a great performance yeah that surgery is sex isn't it is it mm. you know it is surgery is the new sex <laughs> uh, it just makes me laugh thinking about it she's just so ridiculous and um a probably more um a more like Oscar friendly option would be the actress from Broker, Lee Ji-yoon, who plays the mother of the baby. She's very good in it. I feel like Broker would have been a movie that had a better chance if it had a little bit more of a like a campaign push. I probably the, think it's a bit of if we're going to have uh, Dano and Williams from Fableman's as supporting to Sammy, then I actually think Michelle Williams should be in this category. What do you think about... Uh... I, I don't know if I would actually do this, but I was just sort of thinking like, yeah, I, I would maybe consider doing uh, Nicole Kidman for the North. Oh, Island. yeah. She's getting it. I mean, it's actually a very similar, like kind of like emotional hype for Angela Bassett, too. So. And there's a lot of strange like things that character has to do mm-hmm. within true. the story. Um, so it's I, it's a good it's a good like, you know, um, you know, sort of like, you know, lauded actress in a sort of a later role like for sure all right moving on best actor um austin butler for elvis colin farrell for banshees and assurance brandon frazier for the whale paul mescal for after sun bill nye for living so can you clarify living is a remake of it yeah correct? written by kazuo shiguro okay yeah so it sets it british have you have you seen living no no i haven't seen it yet. no yeah no that, i mean that sounds fact, so in this category i've only seen uh butler and farrell's performance i haven't seen the whale after sun or living although i i'm curious to see both after sun and living now and i mean the whale i, I don't know i haven't seen it but i'm always it's like it, it, there's a lot of narrative around that but i kind of think this category is going to go to colin farrell but my choice would be austin butler 
I think Austin Butler should win no matter what. In fact, I think Austin, Austin Butler, even if I picked all my favorite films of the year, I think Austin Butler is best actor. I think he's that good in the film. Although, Aaron, you, you might make a, a, champ, a, a case for Ramshran in RRR. Oh, oh. That's, that's, that's like superstar of the year. Oh, man, he's so cool. Ramshran. Um, <laughs> I actually think Austin Butler's going to win. Um, yeah, really? And the reason why I think so is that I think people are starting to get sick of the Brendan Fraser narrative partially. And I think it's also that Elvis is a way bigger hit with the older crowd in the academy but don't you think then colin farrell will get no i think i think it's the biopic thing like they love reborn biopic people they do they do yeah, love then that, the only biopic. problem with giving it to butler is that they've given so many to biopic yeah but he's so much but better. he's a great elvis performance like right like it's he's cooler than elvis um i think he's great i i really like farrell and banshee's gonna share and i've he's he's very um, good paul mescal is really good in after sun so i'm happy he's in there i i haven't seen actually like a lot of these big performances apart from austin butler but let's see i i, I tossed off you know uh brendan fraser colin farrell i would actually maybe go uh parquet ill from decision to leave mm. i was gonna do something like you know again i don't really expect the the academy to do a ton of acting nominations from foreign films but uh i think the two central leads in decision to leave are some of the best performances of the year absolutely so if I could take somebody off, I yeah, I'll boot Brendan Fraser because I just, I, whatever, who cares? Uh, <laughs> but if I could add somebody in there, I would be, uh, again, this is, and my rules, and so it's a movie that would never get ever in a million years the nom, but Rowan Campbell for Halloween Ends, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> for Corey. Love it, love He's it. so good as Corey. I've honestly talked my way into it that like Halloween Ends is this like brilliantly misunderstood movie. <laughs> Corey fan club. Hi, you've reached the Corey hotline. Four ninety-five a minute. Here are some words that rhyme with Corey. Glory. Story. Allegory. Montessori. Are you not doing um? You're not doing uh, anyone from Avatar. I mean, I think the main kid is really good, but um, I don't think it's the kind of it's not the kind of performance you put in for for best. Like, yeah, I would I would think Parquet Hill is a, like a great option. Where if if Oscars made more sense, he would be an actual mm-hmm. possibility, right? Same with um, Song Kang Ho and Broker. You know what? I, I I'm totally because I wasn't thinking of this as a 2022 film. But I guess the menu is. Yeah, Ray Fiennes. So I would actually maybe throw Ray Fiennes in there as one of my preferred performances of the year. But do you think that Brent Fraser is going to win, Anton? Or? Uh, I'm actually probably leaning towards Austin Butler. I hope you guys but, are right. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, the Brent, I just can't judge the Brendan Fraser beyond sort of its uh, kind of like its meme quality. Yeah. That like, might you know, like I haven't it. seen the I haven't seen the movie, so. But I kind of do think Colin, I do think Colin Farrell has a shot. But I think anything Banshees has has a fair shot, to be honest. All right, so best actress it's Kate Blanchett for Tar, Ana de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough for Two Leslie, a movie that doesn't exist, um, <laughs> Michelle Williams for The not. Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Ever All at Once. Anders, I have not. The only two I've seen are Fablemans and Everything Everywhere at Once. I did not know Two Leslie existed before the nomination. Um, I'm, I've kind of like 
even though I haven't watched the film partly because it's just too long, not less than any kind of like, uh, like I'm kind of intrigued to see Blonde despite all the horrible things I've heard about it. But uh, like giving it to Anna de Armas despite the the negative thing seems like a nice like acknowledging the work that she put into that role and it's a biopic obviously sort of. Is she supposed Marilyn. to be good in it? Like. Yeah. Or is this just? I mean, it's Andrew like... Dominic, right? Like he's a pretty respected director in the past. Like, I mean, the you know, but and then Kate Blanchett, I miss Tar, like I said. Um, so do you th- it's probably I think Michelle Yeoh Blanchett or right? like, Michelle Michelle Yeoh will win. Michelle Yeoh's got it. Like, but if anyone's think, a dark horse, it'd be Kate Blanchett. I don't even think it's a dark horse. I think it's like just how much will the Academy go for everything everywhere all at once? Yeah, but I, I actually think that this is the one category they will go for, no matter. Yeah, what. if it, if it wins, if it, I think this is the most shoe in out of all of them. Yeah, I think Blanchett has a. I wouldn't be surprised at all if she wins. Um, but she's also won in the recent past. Michelle Yeoh has only, never even been nominated. I could see this be her kind of culminating win. If it, it fits the narrative better. I know what wait, I know what you're going to pick, and so I'm going to say that the, the performance that I would actually put in here, and we can get rid of Riseboro. Sorry for this film that it's I not real. don't it's know not about. Real. Oh. <laughs> And I think that uh, Sigourney Weaver should be nominated for Avatar in the lead role. <laughs> in the lead role? She does role? do a great yeah. job. <laughs> the child. I think it's quite, yeah, for for someone who's like 70, almost 70 to play a teenager that convincingly is very good. Anton, are you going to, are you doing, partnering your decision to leave Tong Wei in there? Yeah. No, I, she I should think be in I, there. I, I would, but I would also toss out, um, instead of the, someone from a film i haven't seen like i actually don't think michelle williams deserves to i agree for this. it's not a lead role i i think her performance was one of the weakest performances in the movie i think her frankly just her jewish accent is not that convincing like things like that like she it just it doesn't i don't buy her performance the way i buy um the other performances in the movie um but i also don't know if that's Partly, the, the the question in my back of my mind is that is that because the character is such a performer that I'm doubting her um, her authenticity authenticity because the character doesn't have authenticity. Yeah, that's what I've so been that's, wrestling that's with with question. that too. Yeah, and that and that's what I'm wrestling with. Either way, I don't think it would be like you know one of the best of the year. But I, in terms of like, is it a bad performance? Is it good? Not great. Um, that I'm still decided. Like, I don't think it's bad, but like, I don't, I don't think it's a great performance, but I, yeah, you know, you're like, she's trying to go for this, this person who's always kind of performing. There's scenes where the way she engages with the son, like, you know, it's like, is this, you, you can actually maybe see that it's like the characters like acting mm-hmm. like at, in, as the character, like the, the, so I don't know. No, I agree. But I still, but I I still agree. wouldn't have her on the list. Oh, I agree. I would I would boot her and put Mia Goth for Pearl in there, which is pretty obvious. So pretty obviously well, the I best seen, performance. Right? Yeah, of the I've year. heard basically it's everyone great. says. I would I would also support getting rid of some other people to add her. I mean, she's great in X too. She does play yeah, a yeah. double role. No. <laughs> for two, she should get I mean, that's pretty yeah. Yeah. Pearl is just it's one of those things where it's like, if any it is it is such an Oscar performance too, in some ways. Like it, it literally has the like scene you would put the clip. Um, <laughs> you love yeah, it's just so ridiculous but it's so it's too deranged it could never all my life I've wanted off this farm you were my ticket out so I made sure to never let you see who I really was I worked like a charm too then 
when you finally brought me back to your home to meet your family, it was just as I hoped. Love straight out of the pictures. Um, so Best Director, the nominees are Martin McDonough for Banshees of Inishirin, Daniel Kwan, Daniel Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Osland for Triangle of Sadness. I would say that I'm genuinely surprised that, okay, I guess, okay, surprised, like, there's two that I was actually genuinely surprised that are there, and there's three that I don't know why they're there, and then there's maybe only one that I actually would agree with, but. (laughs) I wonder who that is. Yeah. Well, so actually, like, here's the thing. My thing with Spielberg is that, like, I I am fine with him being on there. If I was going to take the top five uh, best directors this year for the films, I actually wouldn't have it. Him. And I also think from the way the Academy approaches things, you're just like, if you're trying to free up space, like, I, I don't think Spielberg needs a nomination for the Fablemans. Mm-hmm. But it just, I think it felt weird to nominate that film for so many stuff and not nominate him, right? Like, yeah. No, I mean, the, it's the, yeah. the autobiography pick, part. They're just, they're, it has to go to Spielberg. top be, 10 in there? Yeah, for sure. Even though but I have because, well, But he had, so he gets it because it's the autobiography in like this movie is about him making movies. So I get that. But it's just that you're like, you guys have done Spielberg for a bunch of other stuff. Recently. West Side Story last year. Well, yeah, like, I mean, and I would, I think I prefer Spielberg for The Fablemans than West Side Story, which I didn't particularly That's, like. Um, okay, whatever. We, can, we don't have to redo <laughs> last year. but it's literally the Oscar episode last year. It. I know. Yeah. Um, but, but then, so like, so like I hear more about Todd your... Field for Tar, I was, I was kind of surprised. And then especially Ruben Ostland. And then I, I expected the Daniels to be on there. I, eh. Yeah, and I don't like Martin McDonough. So yeah, I kind of feel like okay. I'm just gonna say for you, like Martin McDonough, I disliked the film, so I, I obviously would not pick it. I don't think it should be there. I think he, in fact, his directing, I think, is one of the things that mars a film that has actually some decent performances and stuff. Um, the Daniels were obviously gonna get nominated if the film is nominated for everything. Uh, Spielberg, I think you make a good case, Anton. Like out of these ones that are nominated, it's by far my favorite of the ones i've seen of the you know i haven't seen tar or triangle sadness i kind of what i want to say about those which i find surprising is now that they've gone to the 10 film it always seemed to me like kind of like the directing is like actually the real short list although i I know that's not always the case but um you know it kind of feels like this is like the shadow best picture not not that the one who wins directing will win best picture but this tells you these are five films you would think at least that kind of a front runners for best picture, which is kind of yeah. like kind of unusual in a way. I was kind of that's where I was surprised to see Triangle Sadness and uh, in there. But and um, what I was going to say, and for my prediction, I think everything, everything, where all once if it if it wins best picture, I think it wins best director as well. What what about substitutions or maybe Aaron? Do you have any general comments before we? I'm not I'm not particularly surprised in this category aside from Ruben Osland. I kind of was wondering whether one of the technical directors was going to get in there, like a. James Cameron or Joseph Kaczynski. Yes. Can we, can we say that like, so Kaczynski should be nominated. Like he, he deserves like based off the other nominees. I think it makes sense that he should be in there. Yeah. I just think even for the year, like, yeah, but I I think that, I don't know. I think that other people see that film as not having a strong auteur 
voice for for because of spiel uh, or sorry because of cruise being yeah so yeah it doesn't dominant. but that that to me I know, is I know, partly why i kind of want to give it a nod because it's like it's he gets not overshadowed, a tour yeah. it's not an auteur thing but you're like but it's like a technically super accomplished film yeah and like the combination of like the you know, like the actual aerial footage stuff combined with the special effects and everything like it's it's really good the, the academy I, I think it would be the academy doesn't really believe in best director having to do with productions anymore otherwise though. cameron has to no because that. like remember yeah, last yeah. year i know well no. cameron has but you remember to, last like, year right oh, like goodness. dune was nominated for every single technical category every single one and denis villeneuve didn't get a nomination and it was like yeah somebody who they just decided for themselves what to do and then they won it won six like it's absurd and then here it's like yeah cameron and kaczynski it's like they're doing stuff on a or whole different like, level. Even Baz Luhrmann. I actually think Baz Luhrmann should be nominated here because oh, the, yeah, the choices there's, there's that he makes here. in that movie in terms of how he tells the story is the really interesting. The choices are bold and fascinating. And executed well. So As for who's going to win. Other subs? Th- oh, or, well, those would be the main guy based off these because like, obviously I would put like Cronenberg or S.S. Rajamuli up there. Michael Bay. But they <clears throat> are not going to be nominated for, you know what I mean? Like you have to kind of think within yeah, possibility. yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, because otherwise, um, uh, like, I'd have the Northman. Um, what's his face on that? Robert Eggers. Yeah. But for winning, I think the Daniels are going to win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think probably. Because it's sort of like, it's the sort of movie that sort of seems like it's... Um, It'll make Twitter it's happy. very directed. It's very directed. And director has I, been I, following The only thing I would say is I, I my my actual dark horse is actually Spielberg. Yeah. Because I think they would like the moment of Spielberg coming up and talking about like movies and stuff. It's just like, can, like this is a moment to just say like one of the things that blew me away with the movie was that it was just like, I actually can't think of a time where you had like such a foremost person in the field make something that was so autobiographically talking about like their deep rooted motivations to do the art that they do. And then it becomes like a big work. Like it just like, it's the sort of thing where you're like, it's actually just a fascinating thing to be, to exist. And so it, it would make a great Oscars moment for Spielberg to go up there and do that sort of conversation about like, what what worries me about that is that would be sort of like, uh, like a premature, close to his career like it feels like that would be like a career capping sort of thing i mean he's not that old marty and those guys are a bit older and they're still going so yeah no i mean spielberg holds clint every year every second year and you know for as long as he can go but uh but i think he did sort of say he he did make he made this movie choice based on the idea coming out of covid that if he couldn't make any other movies this is the one he had to get out otherwise he felt like um like I think he's just sort of for personal reasons felt like he had, he had this in his mind. And he's like, I had to make it if I was going to not be able to make any more movies. I want to know why you did that. I don't know. I ought to have my head examined. Am I supposed to feel bad now about all that shit we did to you? Do you feel bad? That's about none of your goddamn business. Because you should feel bad. All right. That's why you did it. You want me to feel like I wanted you to be nice to me for five minutes. Or I did it to make my movie better. I don't know why. You are the biggest jerk I've ever met in my entire life. I have a monkey at home that's smarter than you! You dumb, anti-Semitic asshole! I made you look like you could fly. All right, so best picture. 
not 10 nominees because they changed the rules where it has to be 10 just like there's no in between now oh i didn't even know they yeah. did the hard route. so there's so we're like it's better than like we got eight this year we got nine so there's all quiet on the western front avatar the way of water banshees in the sheeran elvis everything everywhere all at once the fableman's tar top gun maverick triangle sadness women talking i have to say i was a little surprised by how strong all quiet on the western front did in nominations and it won the baftas yeah yeah like that's so it must yeah. be technically quite impressive and i haven't seen it yet, so. i need to watch it i'd like i'd like to watch it and i've heard i've heard good things from uh this <laughs> is like i always am sort of like amused when i'm like i've heard good things from regular people <laughs> like people who are not just on film twitter but like people who just like oh, sometimes watch movies mm-hmm. saying that they liked it me too um but I actually, I'm right now. I I actually think my sort of uh, is it my actual choice or my dark horse? But I actually think All Quiet will win, like Coda last year. I I actually think because of the uh, war in Ukraine type. Context, I think what goes against it though is the Netflix thing. But yeah, no, th- there's a lot of reasons why I couldn't. But I think that they wouldn't mind that moment. I I think it's the most Can we have likely Zelensky other candidate? if we yeah. have Zelensky give them the award. He'll, ba- he'll basically, it. if everything ever all once does not win, it will be. I think it will be all the quiet on the Western Front. I'd be shocked if it's not one of those two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, I think that. that's actually a good way of putting it. Like everything everywhere is probably still the safer bet. I I mean I. That's you guys my think bet. Banshees could. Banshees is quite. I was gonna say everything everywhere all once and Banshees no? to me were the two front runners, but. That's my gut feeling. See, just All Quiet on the Western Front clearly is like, it's hidden because of that. It's hidden because the technical, it fits as the technical movie. Um, it's hitting with the older crew. And then it's it's also just has that like importance thing, right? Everything yeah. Everywhere Hall. It's sort of the 1917, yeah. right? Was the original film nominated? It won. It yeah, won. That would be ridiculous. It, is, it, is it not the first uh, the first Best Picture winner? No. no Wings. Wings. Was. Oh, okay. So it's maybe the second or third year. It, it's so the Oscars, the original, the twenty. They had 19, two different categories. No, but the nineteen for the first couple. The nineteen twenty-seven Oscars were actually given out in nineteen twenty-nine. I think it's like a weird retroactive. So you had like the first two ceremonies were actually like twenty-nine thirty, and they did special artistic. Only the first year, and then Sunrise won the other one. Oh, yeah. okay, that was Sunrise. Yeah, yeah, but you had like yeah, Sunrise real best. Nineteen thirty is All Quiet in the West Front. Nineteen twenty-seven is Wings. They're both World War One movies. Have you guys seen the original Old yeah. Boy? Mm-hmm. We watched it together. Yeah. No, it's it's actually a really, it's a really. Yeah, that's movie. why I was like, probably, probably why I've never prioritized this. I'm like, oh, there's already a great film. But this one's it. German. That is on kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So it's a foreign film, even though it's served Netflix. I would say of all these movies, like, yeah, I think Everything Everywhere All at Once is, is going to win. All Quiet on the West Front might win. But, I, you know, the last few years, the movie that is actually the gut impulse over the the head like the one that people seem to love the most has been the one <laughs> like that wins coda? like coda and that this year's coda is everything uh, ever coda. it's the one that people How love did coda i forgot that coda even won last it's time. not a real movie not real um <laughs> well, you didn't see uh what's his name was at the super bowl doing the signing um who won the supporting actor uh troy kotzer troy kotzer yeah. yeah um i would love avatar to win it's not gonna win if i had to take out one i would obviously take out everything error all at once because i don't like it I would, and if I'm putting in a movie that could should have been nominated, especially with an expanded category, it's like decision to leave should have been in director and picture. I don't. Mm-hmm. The whole yeah, point of the expanded field should be to have a foreign movie like bring that. More foreign films in, yeah, yeah. And after sort of the parasite win, like they should have continued 
being rewarding park and all these guys. Like there's a great yeah. directed movie. <laughs> like, and that yeah. would be also kind of a legacy thing to like one of the big international directors of the last 20 years. That's like. true. What would you put in Anders to add one in? Well, I was, I actually thought that like, uh, RRR is just such an insane achievement. I know India didn't put it forward for best it's picture, ridiculous, or a foreign film or international film, but it could be up there for best picture because but it could be best picture even if it's it could. Not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could be. It should be yeah. nominated for best picture because if given it's, if you just if you just took like a you know temperature reading of of global film, mm-hmm. you're like easily it should have been yeah because it had if it, I mean, if Braveheart can win. But but this is what we're talking about, right? With these expanded category. It's like, what is the purpose? Triangle Sadness, that one Palm Door. I get it. I actually kind of get it. Mm -hmm. It fits that European art house thing. I get it. I just don't get it. It's not very often that Palm Door winners uh, actually win, right? No, but there's a lot of overlap with nominations. Yes. But but let's be honest here. Nobody in the world watched Women Talking. It exists to be nominated. It only just came out. It only just came out recently. No, but I I think it kind of, the only reason it's greenlit is because it could be nominated. Because it's based Which, on a and then people book, watch uh, it because it's nominated. Like it's one of those things where it doesn't really do anything for the popular, po- the popular mandate of the Oscars. I or I think you're a little bit off in reading the film. I think that it's a film that exists for like book clubs and people who like like because every all the elder older people no, I know have all gone. But to it's see not it. that all the women I know have gone to see it, and it's people who read like yeah, books but and stuff it's because like that, you're right? in a you live in a city with a lot of Mennonites, like. Yeah, Anders. the The thing here is that if that was true, it would have made a hundred million, and it would have been like an Oprah's Book Club thing. And it's not. It's not the help <laughs> because they timed it for Oscar release. No, it's like because that, it yeah. fits in that that thing where it's like it's that weird overlap between people who are like, I'm very interested in what a new movie by Sarah Polly. It's been ten years, and then people are like, I have to see the Oscar films. Yeah, I also think that they're the reason that it's nominated is McDormand. Yeah, no, but and, and it. it it might. Yes. She's like barely in it. That's apparently, def- that's definitely. But um, no, I know. But she she's the one who got her, her it production made. Uh, credit gives. No, it's true. Club. And she actually got it made. But what, she brought it. But to what I'm just Apollo, saying apparently. is that it's one of those movies that like all these other movies on here, even Tar, which is the other one that is like a little more niche, have mm-hmm. a larger field of of people have seen it. Aside from Triangle Sadness, which fits the other. When did Tar come out this year? Like like October, November, yeah. I think it, I think it debuted at Venice, right? But Tar fits that like kind of classic prestige, yeah. big performance, yeah, yeah. serious yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Todd yeah. Field, Nick Nightingale from <laughs> All no, this is the most important fact about him. He's the inventor of Big League Chew. What? <laughs> yeah. Give him the Oscar for that. <laughs> no, seriously, because he was the ball boy for the Portland Mavericks, the team owned by Ben yeah, Russell, yeah. Kurt Russell's dad. And while he's the ball boy, he wanted something that they could chew that was like tobacco. And then he invented shredded the shredded bubble gum. bubble gum. That's amazing. Then he started in a, or had a supporting role in a Kubrick film, and then he became a director. He's an interesting guy. You're in the big league when you make a perfect fly. You're in the big league. Anton, how about you? What are you? Any final thoughts? Yeah, no, like I don't. It's not really possible in an alternate world. Like, so I feel like when I saw stuff coming out, like what you know, like the release schedule for the year, 
I thought actually like uh, the Northman with a larger cast was going to be more of like a mainstream type movie. But once I actually saw the movie, I realized how bizarre <laughs> it is and that it, most, most people cannot handle it. So uh, I'm not surprised, but that would be my, my sub in for say like, you know, everything if I was going to choose or banshees. And... I also think, I also kind of just think that they should just give it to Top Gun. Again, just thank they, it. <laughs> to thank it for saving the industry. They should just give yeah. Best Picture to Tom Cruise himself. <laughs> they used to well, sometimes get yeah, do... No, but I'm they, saying like they, he's they, just they the nomination. To... <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise. They used to sometimes do like a little bit more like kind of like the industry like is saying like thank you type stuff. That's true. Hey, everyone um, doubted. Everyone was like, Cameron, you're not going to cost $2 billion. You're not going to do it. And he's like showed them all wrong people have like memory they've people have almost memory hold the idea that you're like yeah this one made it's also one of the highest there, movies of all there time. isn't yeah no but like i just feel like like your average like movie person you're just like yeah you realize like avatar way of water they just take them for everyone, granted everyone on the planet has also kind of seen it yeah actually everyone <laughs> um one final thing i'll say here is just that However much I like to give a hard time for the Oscars, I actually do think uh, for for not really having a broad um, representation of cinema, I think you could use a couple more foreign films on here. But I think this is actually a pretty good encapsulation of what cinema is at this moment. And it has the small films on there, but it's not all small films like some of the past years. And it actually has a few of the biggest movies of the year, like Avatar and Top Gun are the biggest movies of the year. Elvis was a very big movie. Everything ever at Wall once actually made a lot of money too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they clearly movies that like normal people saw. Yeah, you know, everything will probably win because all those factors coming together. Well, we'll see whether uh, we're right on um, March 12th. I don't know if I'm actually going to watch it, though. <laughs> Unless the, I won't. Yeah, because yeah. I'll be out, we'll of, see I'll be out of the country, so, so I won't watch it. It's a good excuse. Anton will have to watch it. He has to. It's contractually i haven't watched the oscars in several years (laughs) no um if you have your predictions let us know send us a message on twitter or or wherever um thanks for listening catch you on the next episode goodbye mr i bid you farewell